It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Who is this irresistible creature who has an insatiable love for the dead? A very g'day and welcome to On The Turnbuckle on mypodcasthouse.com or wherever you're listening to it, as Tony would often say. The music of Charlie Evans, Rob Zombie's Living Dead Girl, brings us in for very good reasons. Oh, welcome. Ah, thanks, mate. Thank you. Uh, that was a beautiful intro, mate. Um, where are you most weeks? And g'day, Tony. Oh, g'day, Roshi. You forgot to say, but you can find us on Snitcher. Yeah, yeah, and I'm going to get everyone's name wrong. Yeah, and I like how you said Rob Zombie Living Dead Girl, because I'm probably not going to put that in the edit. No, I'm going to put the wrong song in. Yeah. And then I'm going to America. First time hearing of it. I don't know where that idiot is. We'll ring him in a minute. Yeah. He wasn't there on Sunday either when we uh, did our interview, but good episode last week where we had the boys from the Brat... Pack. Yeah, very very good. A couple of pop skis in there, as uh, Nick would say. I'm not allowed to say that. I'm not allowed to say that. No. no. Well, yeah, he definitely popped us. Uh, there was a lot of laughing in there. We had a, we had, a had some good fun. You know, they the boys threw each other under the bus a few times. And Tony hasn't listened to it. No, of course not. You know, he just puts it together and says, "I've done my part." And we had Michael Lee from New Horizons Pro Wrestling talking about uh, their fantastic initiative with making wrestling more inclusive. Yeah, definitely. Great chat. Obviously, I wasn't in part of wasn't part of that interview. But I don't I, know where you disappeared. To. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I disappeared for six or seven minutes, and you've snuck in an interview without me. But no, for I'm, those who don't know, Lyle goes to the toilet every nine or ten minutes. Uh, it's a real battle getting through recording most weeks. <laughs> I have a very weak batter, uh, bladder. Batter. Yeah, you're turning into Tony. Yeah, I, someone's got to live up to his so end. I'm of looking the forward to it. Thanks to Melbourne City Wrestling, we have a big interview this week. Yeah, we spoke to Charlie Evans before the big Girl 5 show. Uh, yeah, fun chat. Fun chat. Yeah, she's she's lovely. Yeah, very nice. It's, you know, self-deprecating at the start where she, she well, called herself boring. and it was before we started recording, yeah. yeah, she told us that she she apologised in advance and said she was boring. I wasn't bored. No, and well, I, don't, I mean I, some of your questions bored me a little bit. But too patriotic. Answers, well, yeah, he does. You did. You were all very like you'd ask the questions of someone who has the Southern Cross tattooed on their back. I would never. <laughs> I would never wear the Australian flag as a cape on Australia Day. I've that seen you wearing it as a mask while you were at a rally once. <laughs> <laughs> that is a blatant lie. Oh, that was Tony. No, yeah, she, yeah, very, very good fun, and uh, yeah, she swears a little bit, and she apologises for that as well. We told her, do not worry about and that. You can swear as much as you fucking want. That's right. And here it is. Hope you enjoy Charlie Evans. Welcome back to On the Turnbuckle. We are backstage at Evie's Disco and Diner in Fitzroy for 
Girl Show 5, and we are joined by Charlie Evans. Hello. How's How it going? We? Good I'm to be back in the country? Yeah, it's the best. Yeah? I love it here. How's it? it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, any update on your lost luggage? Fuck, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> um, last I heard, they said it was going to get into the country at like 5, and probably be with me at 9, which helps me in no way at all today, but that's fine. It's a good story. <laughs> so, so you go back to the early days, just wrestling in your street clothes? That's fine? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> My vans, can't wait for them to fly off mid-match. It'll <laughs> be interesting. I mean, it's pretty much a street fight match tonight yeah, exactly. anyway, so yeah, if, you're well-dressed for it. Yeah, it kind of works. I was going to wear jeans anyway, let's be honest. Like... <laughs> It's not a street. It's not a street fight unless the jeans are on. Exactly. It's way cooler in jeans. Now you've been away for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about the decision to move to the UK to 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 take that chance and bet on yourself. How did that yeah. come about? Um, so my boyfriend at the time kind of had the idea, um, and for ages I was like really against it. Like for me going anyway, because I was like, there's no way that I'll be able to like live like make a living off wrestling in the uk as a female um i just thought you know there's one match a show there's already insane like amounts of like talented women over there like who's who am i coming into that so i just thought no it's not for me i'll just stay here and be sad and be a loser um but then i was like one day i just like i was like i woke up and i was like you know what not fuck it why not just do it like i'm i was 19 at the time don't really have anything holding me here so Try it. If it doesn't work, come back. If it works, great. Awesome. So, yeah, yeah. The, the sacrifices and stuff like that, missing family and friends yeah. and birthdays and special moments, is that really hard chasing your dream? Yeah, it is really hard. Like, I've missed, like, my sister's 18th and her 21st, and that was tough because, like, she was my, like, little, like, sidekick, little best friend. Like, I love her. And then uh, I've missed, like, a bunch of weddings, a bunch of, like, family events. I came back for Shazza's wedding last year, which is really cool, but I was only here for, like, five days or something so it was like it wasn't enough time to like see everyone properly and hang out so yeah it's nice because I'm back for like a month now so that's exciting (laughs) back for Christmas yes so that's very good (laughs) yes Uh, do you have the full support of family and friends when you want to make this crazy journey across the other side of the um, the world I applied for my visa for the UK um, and like went through all that process before I even told my mum (laughs) <laughs> Good like, idea. I went, yeah, as soon as I decided, I like, went online, applied for it, paid for it. Um, and it was like a large amount of money as well. It wasn't just like, oh, if I change my mind, it's fine. Um, and then I rang her and I was like, oh, yeah, hey, just to let you know, I'm going to move to England. And she's like, oh, fuck, yeah, that's sick. Go, do it, yeah. <laughs> Sorry if I can't swear, by the way, but I am. Um, <laughs> yeah, she was like, yeah, that's great. Like, she, um, she moved to Sweden when she was, like, my age. So, like, she's, like, really into, yeah, like... she gets it. Yeah, she's, like, go and travel and, like, experience stuff and see the world. If you can, why not? Yeah, and if you can do that while chasing something that you love, like, yeah. you, that's it's the perfect. perfect situation. Yeah. When you, get, when you got to the UK, how many connections did you have and how um, daunting was it walking into training the first day? Oh, I was so scared to go to training because I had, like... Uh, I started training with Fight Club Pro in Wolverhampton, which is, like, where I'm based, and I was, like dead afraid I was like I just heard like horror stories of like Trav killing people with cardio and like they're just being crazy and it was like three nights a week as well um but it was really fun like fire club training is incredible um Martin Zaki who runs it is awesome and now we have the Hunter brothers as well who 
take training and they're like the most underrated wrestlers ever and they're just so good and I've learned so much from them so it is really cool like it was scary though like because I just didn't really know anyone uh and Kyle had moved over like four months previous to me so he'd already had like that kind of group of friends and I just felt like I was like coming into like I was like what am I doing like I'm just like the new kid like it was really weird but everyone's lovely and it was really cool what's the biggest difference uh between the UK scene and the Australian scene uh I just think like the amount of wrestling that there is like it's still crazy to me that I can wrestle on like a Tuesday Wednesday Thursday night every week if I want to like that's in, like it's insane and I guess everything's a lot closer like here like we have PWA in Newcastle which were like where I used to wrestle in New South Wales but they're still three hours apart and then we have to either fly or drive 10 hours to come to MCW or like Adelaide or anything like that so it's just it's so everything's so compact um, and there's just so much of it which is like a good thing because uh, it obviously gives you more opportunity to like learn and have experience and stuff like that but then there is so like there's I feel like there's so much more people in such a condensed amount of space so it is it is hard and you have to be you have to be the best you can be to try and get in this in the spots you want and following on to that is there any like similarities that stick out to both scenes it's really good wrestling yeah yeah like <laughs> I think people are like and it sucks but like people are so unaware of like the Australian scene I think it's getting a lot different now especially with like Robbie and New Japan and stuff like that which is absolutely incredible um but I feel like I feel like what happened with the UK when it blew, like it blew up a few years back is going to happen here like really really shortly. Well, I hope it does anyway because that'd be great. <laughs> How many countries have you wrestled in now? Mm, uh, Australia does that count? Hundred percent account. Australia, England, Ireland, Scotland, Wales, Japan, America, seven. That's and really cool. <laughs> what's the what's how do you adjust what you're doing for different audiences around the world? Um, I kind of like just keeping how I wrestle the same because if I've been brought somewhere, I've been brought there for a reason. Um, and I think it's hard to like get in that mindset because like the first time I went to America, they wrestle very differently. Like I feel like Australia has like a really nice like hybrid style of like a lot of different styles of wrestling because you know like. Madison and Robbie, who I got trained by, they went and trained in Japan and America and, like, all these other places, and they have, like, a big lucha influence. So, like, it's nice that I, ha I have, like, a little bit of everything. Like, I'm not fantastic at anything, but I'm, like, okay at a little bit of everything. <laughs> so that's cool. But, like, I just think, yeah, like, America's, like, real different. Um, England's England was really different to me, like, when I first got there, but now I feel like my style is kind of, like, adjusted to that, and then Japan was, like, a whole other world, like... I remember after my first match in Japan, I was like, I can't do this. Like, this is just, like, it was this, the structure of how you put matches together and the style of the wrestling and how hard they hit and the intensity they have was just so different. And now it's all I want to do is just wrestle in Japan. So I think, you, like, you pick up little bits from everywhere and it kind of just moulds you as a wrestler. So that's cool. Japan, it's a magical place. Um, <laughs> yes. You debuted recently at... Hurricane Hall. Yes. What was that experience like? <laughs> it was so cool. I can't stop smiling about it. Like it was like a week ago, and it's still like, like it, I don't know. I just I feel like I'm like sound like so lame because people like, people wrestle at Corican all the time, and like so many girls have like they wrestle there every week and stuff like that. But like I don't know why it had eluded me for like the first tour I did of Japan, which is like a month, and then like the second time I went back for a few weeks they didn't have a show there either and like the third time I was like oh my gosh yes finally it was just it was just surreal being in that sort of environment 
because like so many people have wrestled there and like so many important things have happened there and like I went and like walked up the stairs instead of going up the lift because everyone had signed the wall and I wanted to see the wall and like yeah, it was really exciting like I was like smiling I was smiling too much I didn't even smile that much when I wrestled but I was like oh my god this is just the best thing ever. <laughs> now, Jimmy we spoke we spoke to Jimmy Havoc I think it was two or three weeks after uh, he, di he did it and he had the same reaction. He yeah. totally fanboyed out about yeah, it. Yeah, so I, I messaged Jimmy totally that day, actually. I was, like, sitting on, this, like, on the chairs, like, just watching, like, everything get set up. And I was like, Jimmy, this is just the coolest thing ever. And he's like, I had the exact same feeling. There's not many buildings in the world that uh, as a, a wrestling, the wrestling fan in you comes to the fore when you're in that building. I think yeah. Madison Square Garden and Corican Hall yeah. are the two main ones that come to mind. So yeah. I think you can forgive yourself the first time that you're yeah. there for I feel like that was bit. like my main goal and then like the ECW arena is like the other one that I really want to do. And maybe some like field in Delaware for Tournament of Death or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, we spoke to, um, we had Millie McKenzie on oh the God. podcast Sorry when about she was that. in Australia. Apologies. <laughs> um, that must be an experience traveling around and teaming with Millie. Oh, she's the best. Like, she's an absolute idiot. Like, but she's so cool. Like, we spent a whole month together in Japan. I don't think there's anyone else I could do it with. Like, ev like every day together, we were in the same room. Like, when we stayed in Sendai and we were training at the dojo. Um, like, Miko uh, Satamora would get us, like, two hotel rooms and we'd put all our bags in one and we'd stay together in the other one. Like, we were, like, inseparable. And, like, she's an absolute idiot. But she's good entertainment. She's and very funny. She's something. <laughs> she's great. She's oh, she's so good, and I'm like so glad she's getting all this recognition now because she's 19 years old, and it's a joke how freaking good she is at wrestling. So, and she's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have got a calendar coming out next year. Yes. Um, I, could, I, I could imagine behind the scenes footage would actually be chaos trying yes. to organise that. We've, with we have included some uh, of the funnier photos yeah. as well. Where she's just being an absolute dickhead and I look very disappointed. <laughs> so buy it because they're good. <laughs> uh, death matches. Yes. The appeal for yourself. What, what draws you to it? I just love them. Like when I first got into wrestling, I just watched WWE for like a, a long time. But then um, when uh, John Moxley got signed, I like was like, oh, who's this guy? And I went and like researched all like his backstory. And then I got like really into like CZW and stuff like that. And, like uh, old like IWA Mid South. And I just thought it was, like, the coolest thing ever. I had never seen anything like it. Like, dudes are just, like, bleeding all over the place. And it's just the coolest thing. Like, I don't know if the appeal of it was, like, how far can you push can you push your body and push your limits and, like... Because the stuff they do, you shouldn't be able... Like, you're getting yeeted with glass. Like, it's not right. Like, but it's really, really cool. And it's, like, I don't know. It gets your, like, heart going when you watch it. <laughs> like, the adrenaline and the intensity of it. Yeah, it's crazy. Takes over. Yeah. And I never thought I'd do one. But then, um... Yeah, no. Now I did one, and now I want to do more. <laughs> so when you're doing the first one, is the adrenaline just take over? And oh, I was so fucking scared. Like I did like a hardcore with uh, Martina, um, and I bled in that, and it was like really fun. And I'd done like tax a few times, but then um, yeah, when this like death match came about with Chris, I was like, I thought I just kind of said it as a joke because I didn't think they'd do it. And then I had a nap and I woke up with a message from him being like, I'm going to slice you. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm going to die. Um, yeah, I was like, I was like shaking beforehand. He's like, chill out, it's going to be fine. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but it was like the first time I'd done like glass or like any, anything really. Like it was really cool though. I was dead scared though, but it was sick. Yeah, uh, Avery, who you're wrestling tonight, she loves 
the death matches as well. I'm excited. So um, are you two gonna have some fun tonight? Yeah, I, yeah, I'm really excited. Like I've seen her do like a few like a few little things. Like she's mental. She's crazy. I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> she's definitely a favourite in Melbourne. That's oh, for sure. God, to compete with that. <laughs> uh, you've got a big match teaming with Jess Troy uh, yeah. in a week and a half against yes. uh, the Babes at Newey Pro. Yeah, uh, I'm so looking excited. forward to that. Oh, I'm hyped. Um, Carter was like one of my like favourite people when I lived back here like we'd like train together every week so and i wrestled him when i came back last year uh, so that's really exciting because i like i love wrestling him i think he's like really fun but then i haven't wrestled uh Wahlberg before but i'm oh my god i'm so hyped for that because like, i've said it for the longest time i'm like he's the next big thing like he's incredible like so i'm excited but i'm nervous to like kick me but that's all right but <laughs> <laughs> like you you spoke you came back uh last year and you come back now is it more and more often you're going to come back for well it's a holiday home it's, it's weird to I say don't know. i don't know like i think christmas needs to be a thing at home now i've done two christmases in the uk and it's just it's not bad but it's not normal it's like i, I like being in the sun and being at the beach and having a barbecue and not sitting in the cold eating a warm dinner like it's just weird um so i hope i come back more and like i do have them in japan a lot more uh, next year, so that's a lot closer instead of that 24 hour flight from England, which sucks. Yeah, being yeah. able to break the flight up is. Uh, oh, it's so much better. Yeah. Um, uh, Lyle mentioned Jess Troy. We had we spoke to her recently as well, and she was talking about Shimmer Week and um, the highlight of Shimmer Week almost being you two guys just hanging out. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, yeah, <laughs> it really is like I get so excited like that I get to go there twice a year and see them, and it's like. It's like we've never been apart as well. Like, everything's just back to normal straight away. Like, Jess is, like, my bestest friend in the whole world. Like, we started training, like, at the same time together and we just clicked instantly. And, like, we, like, wrestled a bunch when we first started and then we were like, no, nah, we should probably tag. And it just worked out. It's the same with Millie. Like, we wrestled a bunch and then it just worked out that we, like, had better chemistry tagging. So, yeah, it is really cool. Shimmer's, Shimmer's really fun, especially with them. Other than family and friends, which is obvious, what's the biggest thing you miss about uh, Australia when you're not here? Cruises. <laughs> Hands down. Um, walking barefoot and not getting stared at. Um, and this is like, these are like oh, frosty fruits. Oh, they're good. I, all these like really weird things. Like I, I literally cried one day in England because I miss frosty fruits so much. Like ice pop, like ice pop, ice bowls. It's never hot enough to eat a frosty fruit in England. No, though. and they don't. And I was just like, this is terrible. Like I order cruises from Australia to England. It costs so much money, but they're so good. <laughs> and like it sounds so. <laughs> oh, watermelon. <laughs> of course. And then like it sounds so weird, but like the. Uh, when it's really hot and it'll like rain in the afternoon and the smell of the rain like on the hot ground, like that sounds so weird, but like I miss that so much when I'm like not at home. Like it just sounds so weird. So do you, do you put in orders like, you know, Kyle came home recently yeah. uh, for MCW. Do you put in orders like, hey, bring me back a four pack of oh, watermelon cruises? And I should have. Damn well, it. He might hear this and he's going to yeah. send you a message. And yeah, what the heck? You have to bring something back <laughs> to him. That'd be great. There's been a rise the last few years um, of women's only shows like mm. Shimmer, like the one we're at tonight, which is um, the girl show at MCW. Um, what does it mean to the girls in the scene to have these shows where it's just, just you wrestling, it's drawing really good crowds and getting good buzz? Yeah, I think it's really important. Like I remember when I first started, MCW didn't even have a women's division. 
like until Kel came along and changed everything. Um, I think I was very lucky with when I started training and like I trained with Madison because it was always very of the mindset like we are all this, all equals. And so I was, I was trained exactly the same as anyone else. Like if a boy didn't hit us hard enough, oh, they would get in trouble and they would <laughs> we would get hit. <laughs> but it, like I think it's good. Like it's it's exciting to me because I, I love women's wrestling. I think it's really important that there is representation of it. Um, in England, like they have like Eve, which are all female shows, and we just did like a Sendai UK show. Like I wrestled in Japan for an all female company. Like it's just it's cool that now it's not seen as like a special attraction. It's just a show, and it can draw big enough crowds, and it can draw like Queendom last year that we did drew a thousand people, and it was incredible. And it was only females on the show. I think it's really important. It's really cool that it finally is like this, and it's not just hey tits and ass can't wrestle, can't do anything. It's, yeah, it's fucking awesome. So, um, you spoke earlier about wrestling Tuesdays and Wednesdays. <laughs> um, I think Australia's probably a little bit far away from that. What, what's the most uh, times you're wrestling in a week in the UK? I reckon it averages from like two to four-ish. Um, it can be more than that, though. Like I've done five days straight, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, usually it'll be like a midweek show, which is like still the craziest thing. Like it's really fucking cool. And then like usually like Friday, Saturday, Sundays. So it's a lot, but it's it's fun. Yeah, yeah. We, we we still find Sundays are abnormal here. Yeah, but it's crazy. Isn't they're, it? they're still good fun. Yeah, you start a bit earlier, so everyone can still get to work on a on a Monday. Uh, yeah, so exactly. It's totally fine. Um, what's uh, on the horizons for 2020? Oh, I am going back to Japan um, for the first week of January. Um, which would be really cool. I have a Sendai show over there. And then I get to go and watch, like, Kingdom and stuff, so that's sweet. Um, and then back to Me the UK. Too. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And then back to the UK after that. Um, I don't know. Next year, I just I just want to wrestle in death matches and I want to wrestle boys and in Japan. And that's I would be so content if that's all I did. And that's so cool to me. <laughs> Who's on your list? Who's on the, the must-wrestle list? Oh. I actually have a list on my phone. Can I get it up? Yeah, get it up. <laughs> okay, number one, forever and always, Eddie Kingston. Favorite wrestler ever. I Like, if I, my style of wrestling, if I could, like, if someone's like, oh, what do you want your style to be? 2009 Eddie Kingston. That's what I say. He's just the coolest. Oh, he just, he wrestles like a 90s women's Japanese wrestler. It's so sick. Born a but that's just not going to happen, is it? You never know. It's been crazy <laughs> recently. Yeah, that's true. Come back, eh? Uh, Miko Satomura would be really cool. We've wrestled in a tag match, but never in a singles. Um, I want to do, like, more, wrestle more boys. I want to wrestle Chris Ridgway. I think he's really good. Um, more of Chris Brooks. I think Chris Brooks is incredible. So, yeah. More death matches. Oh, my God. I'll wrestle Takeda. No, I won't. That would be horrifying. <laughs> we watched him wrestle in Melbourne a couple of months ago, and... I got covered in glass in the fourth row. It was oh, amazing. Yeah. yeah, no, he's. I um, I saw him once, but I was too scared to say hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I watched that match in between my fingers because I I get very anxious for oh. the performers when it's in that kind of match. Um, Enjoy tonight. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't get that crazy. Not cater levels. <laughs> um, has your family like you, like death matches and stuff like that oh. how's the, the mm. family on board or how do you do you tell them or yeah I told them after I did it um <laughs> yeah I was like uh, I just messaged them I was like hey just let you know there's gonna be photos of me covered in blood uh, on the internet very shortly I'm fine everything's fine it's okay and mum was like oh my god 
what have you done? <laughs> and I sent them like a few photos. I didn't send them, like my back got cut up pretty bad. I didn't send them that photo. Um, but they're just going to have to deal with it, aren't yeah. they? Easy to ask She'll for right. forgiveness yeah, and exactly. ask for permission, I think yeah. the saying is. Got a cool photo out of it, Mum. What, what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining oh, no us. Worries. It's been Thanks a for blast. We can't wait to see you wrestle tonight. Oh, thanks. My jeans and my vans. <laughs> it's going to be part of it. Oh, yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. In the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. <laughs> Welcome back to On The Turnbuckle. That was Charlie Evans. Good fun. Yeah, really good fun. Hopefully the listeners enjoy it. And she had a smile on her face the whole time, so I think she's pretty happy being in the country for a while. Now, I'm a bit thrown out because Tony's meant to be previewing some Survivor Series and NXT. Apparently he's going. Yeah, well, that's the only reason he's previewing because normally... He doesn't watch anything. (laughs) But he's not here. So, fuck it. You're going to call him? Yep. Probably eating. He's oh, always eating. 100%. In between dinner. Which dinner? First yeah. or second? Probably on to his second. I'm not answering. Hello, Tony speaking. Tony, what, where are you? It's Who's, sorry, who's this? <laughs> you Welshie, what are you doing calling me, mate? You're meant to be in the studio. Why? I'm flying to America. I'm in the Virgin Lounge as we speak. Well, you, you could have told us. You're meant to be previewing the You knew I was going to America. I told you, haven't I? I'm sure I have. First time hearing of it, Tony. You have not brought this up. When, when you said the Virgin Lounge, I just assumed you were at a wrestling show already in the crowd. <laughs> no, that's not the sort of Virgin Lounge that I would go to, Lyle. You know that. How many? Uh, so we've, we've caught you in between dinners? Uh, yes, I'm just uh, on my second potato salad. Magnificent potato salad, actually. And uh, on my third glass of wine. As we speak. Make sure you get those carbs in for that long flight. Third glass of wine. Fucking hell. It's going to be a <laughs> yeah. disaster. I know. Anyway, have you got The interview or the flight? Have you got time to, to stay on the phone for about 20 minutes? I've always got time for you guys. Yeah, uh, no, we're not flying for about another two hours. So that's all you pretended good. you didn't know who I was. <laughs> who didn't? Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, anyway. You, we, Talk to me. We're, we're, we're in the second half of the show. <laughs> oh, what happened in the first half? Well, we've already recorded that. Yeah. Did you listen to oh, the yes, Charlie Evans right. interview? It was a good interview? Yeah, no, I did. It was a fantastic interview. You liar. Star, Charlie. <laughs> you liar. Um, so that was at the MCW. I'm actually, I'm actually, the good thing is, is that we've got Wi-Fi on the plane to LA. And I'm actually going to be looking forward to listening to the podcast while I'm in the air. You can backlist all the episodes. For me, you've that's missed. going to be like being in the mile. That's going to be like being in the mile high club. What, so because we're going to fuck you guys. Because we're going to because we're going to fuck you while you're in the air. Can <laughs> say that? I'll, I'll edit that out. Uh, so MCW girl, you weren't there, Tony, because you had a no, ca- I wasn't. you had a cashy. <laughs> yes, uh, that is correct. But for me, it was one of the most fun shows of the year. Yeah, so, so same for me. All all the matches were were good to great. Um, a lot of fun. I, seeing Nikki 
Van Blair in in the flesh. Yeah, we've seen him on video and stuff like that. I think perfect debut for MCW for him. And I hope he gets used more. I feel on the back of this, he's definitely going to be used more. And uh, I really enjoyed Aisha's debut. I thought her and Erica told a really good story. And I was shocked to find out that those two have never worked a singles match together before. Yeah, that, that's crazy. Being in PCW together. Um, and feuding. Yeah, you know, in, in tags and stuff. They had good chemistry. I think Aisha, as uh, uh, Hawko announced it. He, he tonied it right up. He got her name wrong, Tony. Who did? Hawko got Aisha's did right, name wrong. Yeah. Fantastic. There's two of us. <laughs> <laughs> we only got one. I don't think I've ever got Aisha's wrong name wrong though. Nah, no, no, no. Everyone you. else's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get my name wrong half the time. <laughs> Having said that, I've only spoken to her once. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you just got it right then, though, as well. In. Yeah. No, that, that's true. That's true. Hey, hey, guys, I want to talk to you about the uh, women's we'll, death we'll, match. Yes, well, we'll get there because um, I also want to okay. touch. I wanted to touch on um, a couple of the other goings on of the show which includes jessica troy working a more heelish persona which i really enjoyed yeah that that's the subtle heel and the slowly building even more up to it as the match went on she's amazing it's the most fun i've had in a heat spot for quite a while yeah yeah so the crowd absolutely loved it and you know she went to school in the ring and just I think I think I'm I'm gonna enjoy that character. Hopefully MCW use use it that way. And as I'm sure it hasn't been that I'm sure it hasn't been that long since you've had fun at such a heat spot. I'm sure the Dowie James heat spot at MCW nine was the last time that you had fun at a heat spot. Oh, I have fun in all heat spots because I'm barracking <laughs> no. for the heel, but I just thought that Jess brought something unique to, to, to what she was doing. Um, and you asked us a question, Tony, that I cut you off on. Well, the worst, the worst part about you just calling me out of the blue and me not knowing that I was actually going to do this is that I don't have a run sheet. So this is going to sound, this is going to annoy the hell out of you, Welsh. It's okay. I'm, because I'm just going to jump all over the shop. I'm running the show here. Um, but you did, you asked, you asked us a question. I did, and it was about women's death match. Now, that's how MCWG.IRL finished. Uh, what do we think about women's death matches? I'm sort of still uh, not having seen it, and not. I'm, I'm just. I don't know. I'm just in a little bit of two minds. I think on this one. Why? I mean, I'm, why, Tony? Surely the girls can do anything the boys can do. I have no doubt that they can do anything the boys can do. I just. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I'm old fashioned. Maybe I'm 52 years of age and just a guy. But it just the, yeah, the feel okay. of it just isn't right. I don't know what it is. No, <laughs> okay, okay, boomer. It just doesn't feel right. <laughs> No, it was live there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure a lot of people know I'm a little bit squeamish during death matches and, you know, a little bit of anxiety running through for the performers. But I really enjoyed it. They told a good story. Avery and Charlie's intensity to kick off the match was uh, was world class. Hopefully Charlie has more holidays home. In the future. Well, she said every, she wants to be home every year at Christmas. Yep. And now that she's working a little bit more in Japan, it's only a shorter flight that she can tack on a few uh, Mel- Melbourne shows, you know, for us. Would be great. Um, what do you think of the barbecue skewer spot to end the match? Oh, it's always a fun spot, I think. Um, and look, for me, I, I was talking to a good friend of the show, Jody. 
who was a guest of ours. Yes. And yeah. she she didn't like the last hardcore match she saw, which was the Richie Taylor and DCT match. But she told me that this match was probably the right amount of violence not going over the line, and she loved it. So um, I think, yeah, I don't think they went overboard. I think that it was, I mean, they they went hard at each other and they went over the balconies on the tables and whatnot. That was, it was a, that they, they hit each other hard, but it was. Well, I've got to say that Richie Taylor and DCT match was one of the better ones that I've ever seen live. Okay. Well then, um, yeah, this one was, was a really, really good match. Really well worked from two, two of the best, not, not signed wrestlers in the world. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And Tony, if you were there live, you would, you would have had heaps of fun. The crowd. I'm absolutely... sure I would have loved but as I said, just not having seen and not seeing how it all played out. My first instinct is, and and seriously, I don't want to sound like an old prude or anything, but just seeing women with blood over their face and stuff, it just doesn't attract me. It doesn't do anything for me. Well, they're not trying to attract you. <laughs> no, no, no. But you know, I don't. I don't mean in a sexual way. I'm just even talking in a wrestling way. Yeah. It just, I just think seeing that just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, I think. Um... It's come to a time now where you've got to stop looking at women's wrestlers as women's wrestlers. Um, they are doing everything that the guys are doing just as well as the guys are doing it, and you've got to they certainly enjoy are. it for that performance art that it is. Yeah, I, I think... and, and, and I've got to say, I've got to say, and, and you know, you guys know that I'm a massive uh, thumbs up for women's wrestling. I've been, a, you know, been pushing it for the last couple of years on our show. I have no issues with it. I think the WWE girls. Are just as good, if not better, in some cases than most of the WWE guys. I have no issues with women's wrestling. I just have an issue, and call me old-fashioned, as I've said. And I, I often do. I often do. <laughs> yeah, I just have a, a, an issue with the look of it. No, well, the MCW That's crew should get that online pretty quick, and you know, yeah, while you you're in the air, Tony, ha- ha- check it out, mate. Um, I will. Yeah, ha- have a watch. Watch the whole match. It I... wasn't also. It wasn't a lot of blood. Nah. So um, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't. There was like you haven't seen the match, but the the only the only real blood was that last yeah, spot, yeah. and that wasn't right. a lot. Nah. So I've. I mean, I saw a match in NXT that had more blood than that from an accidental spot. So yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think I, I my hat goes off to both girls because I think they sold, and every girl on that card. Yeah. Uh, overall, it was a yeah, like you said, it was a super fun show. Um, you know, a couple of late changes. Which yo know, could have been hectic for the card, but MCW, I think, worked with what they had and turned it into a great night. Yeah, um, and uh, EPW Reawakening is online now, available on Vimeo. Yes, uh, goes uh, went up Tuesday night. I'm really looking forward to it. After recording this, I'm going to go home and watch it. You meant to watch these things before we record, Lyle. Yeah, but I, we're actually recording early, so someone's got a job now. So. We have to record early, Tony. Mm-hmm. And I am very... Yes, it's fair to say I'm very well-dressed, Tony, as well. <laughs> I don't think anyone else has been... Good to hear, finally. Dressed. Um, now, AEW and NXT ratings, they're really, really close still? Yes, yes, very close. You know, it's only a couple of hundred thousand between them at the minute. Um, you know, say what you like about it. I'm, I'm enjoying both shows. Um... Do we think that Survivor Series is going to tick NXT over the top? I don't know. In regards to those ratings? It's really hard to tell until all of the um, 
you know, a lot of the sports that have been going up against um, both shows have affected the ratings. I think we'll find out a lot more over the next probably three or four weeks than what we've found out up till now. But the way I'm seeing it is it doesn't really matter because we've got a lot more people watching both shows than, yep. than what anyone was expecting. Um, and yeah. ratings aren't what they used to be. I mean, in Australia now... I know um, we're talking about America, but in Australia, the highest rating TV show of the week um, doesn't get a million people watching it. Yeah, it's crazy. It's um, it's TV ratings aren't don't mean what they once did. Netflix and streaming services and different things, and you can record things and watch them whenever you like. YouTube. Yep. Um, now, Tony, uh, I'm looking for a big Survivor Series preview from you. Now's your time to yes. shine. I'm looking forward to giving it to you also, Lyle, and there's been some amazing matches that have been announced from Survivor Series so far. Not a full card, because if this is a full card, it'll be over in uh, 90 minutes and I'll be pretty disappointed. But uh, I think the the couple of main matches that have been announced so far in regards to titles, of course, is the big one between Brock Lesnar and Rey Mysterio. Uh, that, how's that one going to play out, boys? Uh, how do we think that one's going to fare? Of course, the power and the brute strength Brock Lesnar. Is there a massive size difference between these two guys? Fair to say. Fair to say he's about as big as he's been in any match ever. (laughs) Yeah, he might not even get to Brock's nipple. Uh, No, correct. Having said that, though, the promo photo actually has Ray Mysterio looking like he's bigger than Brock. Well, they've obviously blown him up. (laughs) They obviously have blown him up. Who's going to win that one, boys? Brock. Brock. Yeah, yeah, I would love to see Ray Mysterio. You know, I'm a massive fan, have been for a long, long time. But I think you're right. I think Brock holds on do you have to your, the title. And that one, the other. Do you have the mask in the in the luggage? I will be taking all three masks up with me, and uh, hopefully, I don't. But hopefully, I don't suffer the same fate as when I wore one of them in the streets of the Gold Coast a couple of years ago, when the police came past and asked me why I was wearing a mask. Then you took the mask story, off, and worry. then they, they, they realised why. Back on. <laughs> Very quickly. The other match that I'm, the other championship match that I'm looking forward to, boys, is uh, Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan for the Universal Championship match. Daniel Bryan, of course, has been uh, very much. I, I called him a jobber, I think, last week, and I think that's what he's been for the last couple of months, getting a lot of blokes over and doing the right thing. Is it time for repayment for Daniel Bryan? Does he get the Universal Championship of uh, Bray Wyatt? No. No, <laughs> I, I I see he's just going to bump around and make the fiend look like an absolute monster, which well, is going to be his what, role this weekend. If if I'd, if the fiend loses the title, WWE's booking is worse than usual, which can be often <laughs> yeah. at a low level. Yeah. So, so another jobbing match for Daniel Bryan in this situation. I tell you what, though, I have not looked forward to an entrance more than Baron watching uh, the fiend. Oh. No, no, then uh, The Undertaker at the MCG and I wasn't even there. Oh, you'd be looking forward That's to seeing... how much I look forward to that one. You'd be looking forward to King Baron Corbin, wouldn't you? He's, a, he's one of my favourites. No, I'm very much looking forward to The Fiend's entrance. That's going to be spectacular. What about Baron Corbin? What's wrong with Baron Corbin? Oh, you're looking forward to seeing him, I hope. I'm looking forward to everyone, mate. I'm, I'm going to be seeing them all. All the superstars of the WWE are going to be there. There's that... going to be a champion versus champion versus champion match. Becky Lynch... Versus Bailey versus Shayna Baszler. I think you'll find there's three champion versus champion versus champion. There is, correct. But I'm talking about the women's first. 
We're not going to do every match, are we? No, that's not what we do. We don't. We're on the. What do you want me to do? A preview? Do you want me to do a preview? What do you always want to know? What you're looking forward to the most, and um, what you're looking forward I'm to just the least. I'm just looking forward to going there. I cannot believe that in two days' time I'm going to be in America and How ready long is for this flight. Uh, ready for this. Hey? How long is this flight? <laughs> you told me you're already China. at the airport. You're really, really. Are you missing with Charlie Evans's bags? Let me let me give you the flight details, okay? Because this is like I'm not flush with massive amounts of cash since I left SEN. So. We are Virgin from Melbourne to Sydney, and then we're Air China via Xingzhou. We've got a 32-hour layover in Xingzhou. <laughs> Before we then head to Los Angeles. Have you and ever... then from Los Angeles. <laughs> from Los Angeles, we then go to Salt Lake City because I want to hang out with the Mormons for a couple of hours. You just want to see if you can get more than one wife. And then we end up in Chicago at some ungodly hour of the freaking morning, the day of, uh, Friday night. Knowing Tony is the day after. (laughs) So have you ever thought of becoming a travel agent, Tony? Like, people would love to be booking these flights. Well, cheap. We've picked it up for 900 returns. Have you told Mitchell how long this stopover is? Does he realise? He has no idea yet. He has no idea. (laughs) Absolutely no idea. I, I just thought you were taking the uh, Virgin Lounge amenities too liberal and just going to stay there for the next two days before the flight. There's no, vir- no. There's no Virgin no. Lounge in on Air China, that's for sure. No, there's not. I don't even know if there's three grog. It's going to be a freaking long flight. My <laughs> Christ. Oh, God. Uh, but anyway, that'll be fun. And NXT, NXT Tony. What it's all about. NXT. NXT, really looking forward to war games. The two rings going simultaneously. Uh, it's going to be a weird one, though, because I wonder how hard they're going to go in war games, knowing that the majority of these superstars are also going to want to turn it on the next day in Survivor Series. Do you think I'm going to be ripped off a little bit there in regards to what happens on the Saturday? I can guarantee that their match at Survivor Series is going to be a lot worse than their match at war games, because um, the Survivor Series is a tag match. There's not like It's a night off. Almost. There's only so much you can yeah. do with a few, in a match with 15 people. Um, yeah, true. Whereas... These war games matches are a war. They literally yeah. they and, go they go to war. And, and and takeover shows are really work rate based. Everyone wants to have yeah. match of the night. I don't think anyone's going to be taking a night off. Yeah, for the sake well, I'm of looking forward to a lot of runnings. I'm looking forward to a lot of runnings on the Friday SmackDown show. I think that's going to happen. I reckon you it's might get be, a couple uh, at NXT as well. Yep. Well, you're probably right, and I reckon we'll get a fair few then on the Monday Night Raw also just a sort of uh, a little bit of retribution, but maybe not so much the NXT guys, but I think there might be a bit of SmackDown action maybe on the Raw show um, on the Monday night. So time, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Time it's going to be tell. good. Hmm. Time will tell. Very much looking forward to it, boys. Now, we got Warzone tickets to give away. Yes, we do. Yes, we have. Thank you to Pitbull and the team at Warzone for looking after us with this. Uh, big show coming up for those guys this weekend. Unfortunately, I won't be there, but you two boys will. No, it's not this weekend. No, no, it's not ne- not this weekend. Oh, next weekend. It's next it? weekend. Yeah. Okay. You, I, I just shit myself. Um, anyway, so by the time this show drops, we'll have um, announced how to win those tickets. So get onto our Facebook page and have a crack at it. Yes. Good luck with that, folks. I still haven't decided what the competition is. So. 
Could you do something shortly? Yeah, I'll do it tonight. I'll do it, I'll do it tomorrow morning. Um, Tony Khan's Twitter game. Has anyone seen been across this today? I have not no. been across it. Um, unfortunately, that slipped my mind to do that before we went on air. Well, hang on. We'll go to that in a second. First, we'll start off with CM Punk. CM Punk. froze over. Yes. And CM Punk uh, turned up on WWE programming. Yeah. I, you know, I, Twitter, wrestling Twitter went into meltdown afterwards, you know, showing the 13-second clip or whatever it was of him just right at the end of backstage, um, him coming out, you know, doing a old Roddy Piper line, which was great. Um, I actually prefer the two minute forty three clip that actually showed the whole lead up to the day. I thought that was really well done. It was about seven minutes. Yeah, yeah, that that was the. I sent you that link. That was a day or two afterwards. That's what I wanted to talk about the most. You could see how happy he was. Yeah, he looks. He looks like he's comfortable in his own skin. Yeah, and I I I tell you, who looked comfortable in his own skin, Mick Foley. (laughs) Because I actually think he was in his own skin. We're all in. We are all in our own skin. Mick Foley Mate, did not was... eat Mick Foley. <laughs> no, boy, but... oh boy, has he put some on? Yeah, um, he's been. Hey, Pot said the kettle. <laughs> I mean, and, and, and please, exactly. Please don't think that I'm throwing stones in glass houses. Oh, you definitely I'm are. Just yeah, he's he... just a big boy. Knee replacements and hip replacements are really going to work against you on the cardio front. But yeah, just yeah. seeing CM Punk. Um, Obviously, the guys that were on the show with him. Seeing how excited they were. Yeah. yeah. You know, hearing that music and hearing and Paige, Paige freaking out like, she what, what out. is this, a rib? And him walking oh out. God. Yeah. Everyone was happy. He was happy. I, I think it's hard to fall out of love with wrestling. And by the time this goes to air, the episode will have been. Yeah. So really- I, should be, I should be in Xingzhou by the time <laughs> this goes to air. Um, but as a result of that, CM Punk tweeted something today, and he 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 tagged Vince in it, and he also tagged Tony Khan in it. And Tony Khan replied um, something about Saudi Arabia being stuck in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, something about travel or something with Saudi Arabia. What was that about? Well, um, he was just having a crack at the WWE, but then Randy Orton had a crack back at Tony Khan um, with a link to his dad's less than stellar business dealings. Oh. <laughs> yeah. To which Tony Khan then replied back to Randy Orton um, about his use of the N-word on a Twitch stream. Oh. <laughs> now, if you're the owner of... Like, should you be lowering yourself to that? Uh, no, I don't think anyone really I should. I would have thought so. No, uh, especially... Yeah, and it's, he's not just the owner of AEW. He's also... Yeah, his father's the owner of. Yeah, he, he's also on some big boards. Yeah, um, he's got his own analytics company and stuff like that. He's a mark. He, he just—he's more of a mark than you are for Lux. So, are we yeah, expecting hard, something then, maybe to possibly happen over this weekend? Also, with Seth Rollins and Sam Punk. Have I seen somewhere where Seth Rollins has called no, Sam like, Punk out for a fight? I don't like. So he is calling him out, but I don't think that. Now's the time. I think a few people, um, Samoa Joe did, uh, a couple other guys. Of course, if CM Punk is any possibility of re- you want to get everyone in there, wants for, that match. everyone wants that. One, the return match. If it is, it's money. Know, it everyone's going to get paid. 
But even just yeah, but have... everyone. You're right. I was going to say everyone would like to say uh, a Rod go out and uh, hit in a game that he's commentating as well and stuff. I mean, these uh, old guys now have everyone hates a Rod. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying these guys have new positions now. I would be surprised if if Fox actually allowed it to happen. I think he'll definitely wrestle. I one. You reckon? Yeah, almost hundred percent. It's not a real sport. You and can you can come out and and entertain. Um, and Sam Punk can probably still have pretty good matches yeah, for 41, the next 42. five or six years. You know? Brett Brett Hart came back to the WWE, which no one ever thought would happen. We and he also have. had he, sh- a, he shouldn't have. He shouldn't have come back and had a match. He had that, a stroke already. That, that was crazy. But he just came back to the WWE for the Hall of Fame and stuff like that, and you know, yes. hugging and shaking Shawn Michaels' hands, which we didn't think would ever happen. No. So does it give you more credit if he gets back in the ring as an as a uh, commentator? I don't think. CM Punk needs cred. I think he's got as much cred with everybody as anyone can have. Um, but which is why, which is why I'm questioning why he would do it. Money. Okay. Um, I would have thought he'd and, be on a fair week with Fox. Yeah, but it, it, imagine a million dollar payday, WrestleMania main event, um, and just to, and just to show everyone you can do it. Still, yeah. I mean, there's, yeah, a, there's, there's pride there. I think. Yeah, and 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 the fact he might just want to do a match. Regardless of the how much the paycheck's going to be, yes, he's going to angle for the biggest paycheck he can get. But why wouldn't he want to go out there again if he still loves wrestling? And you could see in that video he loved oh, being there, the liked, anxious, the nervousness. Yeah, he cared about he cares about his performance. I think yeah. that's mostly what it is. Yeah, um, and will people care? Every, everyone's got that worry. Yep. And how's about the sure. people have been chanting CM Punk, CM Punk for the last eight six mm. years. He comes out and then they start calling him a sellout. <laughs> the fuck? It's wrestling fans. Uh, we, oh, no, we don't want to be happy. Nah. We don't want to be happy. Listen, these are the same guys that are throwing you under the bus sellout. But if they were in the arena when that music hits on Raw and he walks out, they're gonna, they'll are gonna they lose their shit. Bigger than everyone. Right. Same as when... Well, I will if it happens this weekend. You know, we all shit on John Cena when he's having boring matches, but every time he comes back, we lose our shit when he comes through the, the, we don't the entrance. He follows, he follows a lot of us on Twitter now. Yes. Not yes. you two, but a lot of our listeners are followed by John Cena on Twitter. <laughs> now, Lyle, this is what we wait for every week. Uh, as we listen to this, AEW has aired. What yes. happened? Well... I'm only going to talk about one thing. Because you that... were called out on, on, on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, I don't know. I thought, you know, people calling it predictions, it's, it's a review. I'm reviewing the show. But you get it wrong every week. Oh, see, I'm maybe I get it mixed up on the Fight app and I'm watching the Spanish feed. or I'm not sure. Not every week I've got it wrong either. I've... You got it right once. Most weeks. I got two things right in that same episode. I was happy with. <laughs> Ray I was f- upset with that. Yeah. That's the ruin the whole segment. <laughs> you got to be more outlandish. Yeah. Please. Okay. So we got Ray Phoenix versus Nick Jackson in a singles match. Nick Jackson hasn't had a singles match in what ten years? I don't know. I'm not going to even Google how long it's been. It's got to be ten years. Who is he? <laughs> He's young, one of the, the young, young bucks, bucks. You know, one of the oh, pre- yeah, okay. you know, executives of AEW. So yeah. yeah it's a it's a cool match to start with, um, just being in a singles match. Five stars, five star hang classic. On, it's a match of the year candidate. Well, Melter's obviously going to say that he gave four and a half stars to a match that he said that he hated. <laughs> he did too. I hated yeah. that match. Four and a half stars. I, I don't understand why people get hung up on Melter's 
fucking star rating. I laugh at it. I just it was good. Laugh it, at it was good. Day. And and don't worry, people that love Dave Meltzer, which I do love Dave Meltzer, but I'm not going to defend him. His star rating that was absolute stupid. <laughs> but people defend Ridiculous. it. And, hey, listen to it. But get betting back to my review of this match. I'm not going to mention anything else in this show. Your prediction. That's not a prediction. I've seen it. it's a review, Tony. It's already okay. been on air. It is a it is a match of the year candidate. It goes through four ad breaks. Thirty five minute classic. The crowd goes nuts. I'm. Has everyone else seen it yet? I don't well, want to spoil the ending of it. It didn't even sweat. He was that fit. Yeah, he was. You know, Ray Phoenix loses one mask, but he's got a sneaky one already hidden under there. Nick Jackson teasing the heel stuff. They go nuts. Ray Phoenix is one of the best wrestlers in the world. Match of the year candidate for mine. 100%. Match of the year? Yep. Four ad breaks at Grocery Tony. Four ad breaks. You could watch it on You can watch it on the way to... Where are you going? Saudi Arabia, Tony. You're going to go... Even more. Even more impressive than John Moxley's going to be against Darby. Well, we're not sure that's going to be on this week, is it? He just well, he accepted. It's going to happen, but I don't oh. know. If really yeah, I'm not it's sure. Happening in Indianapolis this week. Well, there you go, Tony. Well, Tony, Tony's, always, across Tony's always across everything. I'm when you're, when you're, I just watched it. <laughs> I just watched it. You got a lot of time on your hands. Well, what happened, you, Tony? He's in the Virgin <laughs> Lounge for 14 hours. Well, John Moxley absolutely just goes. Stick on Darby Allen. Hey, this, this is Lyle's review. <laughs> Don't hijack my segment, Why Tony. Why sick? Do you mean he actually vomits on him? Because I wouldn't put that past him. Yeah, that's fair. Anyway. Can I, can I also tell you oh. that AEW's Bash at the Beach has been announced as a pay-per-view. It's not a pay-per-view. And it's pay-per-view. going to be done in... It's con- just a normal episode it? of just Dynamite. And it's going to be done in conjunction with a Jericho cruise. Yeah, How cool this is, is going to be a terrible episode of oh, Dynamite. Yeah, it's shocking. Absolutely. <laughs> it's terrible. You know, I think I'd rather watch Reader Up to the Love Boat. I think I think one of the highlights of some of the matches... Is that the episode of the Love Boat with Kevin Nash on it? Yeah, it, it could be, yes. Very good. I think that... Didn't Kevin Nash... Didn't, uh, did Triple H try to get... Who did, who did Triple H try to get into NXT this week? Was that that wasn't Kevin Nash, was it? No, Kevin Nash no. and uh, Scott Hall were at NXT for the last week and a half, um, you know, in a backstage capacity at the Performance Centre. Just center. getting money. Yeah, you know. Okay. Well, look, friends looking after friends. Anyway, the show's on this weekend. Friday night. What? PCW. I've got it. PCW Slams on Friday night, November 22nd. Yep. Come and watch the yep. up-and-coming members of the PCW roster. And the Slam guys... Kevin are... Owens is who I was talking about, not Kevin Nash. Um, um, <laughs> you're an idiot. Watch, watch uh, some of the young guys at PCW so you can be Nostradamus like Welshy across the desk from me. How he called out Royce Chambers was the next big thing well, I mean, over 12 months ago. But their next big you show, did. their big next show is Destiny Ladder Match and the guys from Slam are front and centre in that show. So really good opportunity to go and watch some of those guys before that ladder match. I was talking to one of the guys in that match, Murdoch, on uh, Sunday and... He told me he's got some things planned, so um, beautiful. Should be good. Uh, Saturday, November twenty third, PCW Ignition from Fern Tree Gully. The King of Colac Four is on from Colac. I I never knew Colac was a monarchy. Yeah, no. Well, you know they've got their own king. No, they do. They do. It's um, it's the high flying sketch, isn't it? Yeah, sketch at the minute, but Tommy Hellfire is there to take it off him. Okay, might have a new king. 
They do good pies in Colac. Always about, you just finished eating, Tony. You're in the Virgin Lounge. Yeah. Worrying about a Colac pie. Adelaide Championship Wrestling is on at the Marion Cultural Centre. They've got November Rain featuring Adam Brooks. That should be, should be a good show. Very good show. And oh. I think Riley's they, a heel now, so that's interesting. Prince, yes. Will they go with the Prince version of that to start off the show? It's spelt differently, Tony. Oh, okay. Uh, Future Wrestling Australia. There can only be one with the Velocities. Uh, Lux and uh, Nick Berry will be defending his women's title. Yeah, a little bit disappointed. Some little conjecture on Twitter that he wasn't on the girl show on Sunday. He could have defended well, that was the all title. From him, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, him and Brooksy. Venom, a bit of fun. Venom Pro Wrestling in Queensland present Flatline 4. Matty Wahlberg, I think, is on that show. He's been travelling everywhere. Well, he Our he'll, be down, Our he'll be down at PCW soon as well. Um, if you're promoting a show, now this is important, Tony. Yeah. If you're promoting a Let show... Let us know about it. All you got to do is just tell us that you are promoting a show and we will get you on. We, when, whatever show it is, even if we've watched it before and we've hated it because it was crap, we will get you on. Just tell us that it's on. Where, 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 can, they, where can they tell us this, Tony? We got some Not social... Not where... shows crap, though. Where, where, where get can on they Facebook. tell us? Yeah, Facebook. They can get on Facebook and send us a message via Facebook. Tweet Twitter. on the turnbuckle. Or Twitter. They can get on Twitter as well. You can probably email us too. Well, they can just too. come up to us at a show. On the turnbuckle at gmail.com if you want to get in yeah, contact with can, us. You can definitely come up to Welshie and Tony at a show. I never knew we had an email. Yeah, we've got an email. No one ever emails okay. us. But we've got one. Come up to us at a show. No, don't do that. I don't like talking to people. Well, she okay. does a lot but, of talking to people as someone that doesn't like it. But uh, seriously... Just let us know that it's on, and we'll promote it. So if we you will promote the uh, hell Tony, out of it. we heard, we heard. I Time hope to move along. I hope what? If you have an idea for a podcast and you want to get it on air, contact my podcast house on Facebook, or you can contact us here on the Turnbuckle. We'll help you get your little show on the air. Uh, maybe you want to do a wrestling show. I don't know. I mean, Ooh, we've have you ever been to Shing Zoo? I've been to heaps of shit zoos. What um, the hell am I going to do with 32 hours with a 14 year old son in Shing Zoo? I don't know. Uh, if you get a bit older, maybe. Just get a massage. Oh, my. Oh, I can't do that. <laughs> what? Your foot massage? Yeah, that'd be nice. Oh, yeah, I suppose. Um, what do we got on next week? Unlike this show, it's not going to have a happy ending, though. We've got a, next, we've got a, we've got a guest co host next week because Tony's going to be overseas. Who? We're going to have... Yeah, but I'm going to be calling you. We're going to be speaking. Yeah, I know, but we need some, I need someone else in here. Lyle's and I'll tell you what, and, yep. and, sticker, and folks, you are in for a treat over the next few days over the weekend because myself and my special co-host, Mitchell, my son, will be doing some uh, watermelon, Watermelon boy. Watermelon boy, exactly. We'll be doing some podcasting from over there in Chicago. We'll uh, have a chat to the locals over there and get their thoughts on wrestling and, uh, and the like. Oh, and uh, who knows, we might even pick up an interview or two with a, uh, a superstar of wrestling. Can, I'm frightened. Can you send Can you send those videos to us first before you post them, Tony? So we can. Um... No. Oh, okay. All right. We'll have to lock him out. No, they'll just go straight up. And see, so, yeah, so next week we've got a special guest co-host. We've got Jeff from WrestleBrainia coming into the studio, and yeah, I'm sure we'll have an interview as well. Yeah, we'll definitely have an interview. Someone, someone big better than in Tony. Australian wrestling. Thank you, Tony. You can interview me. You can interview me again. No, oh, thanks, Tony. No, no. No, there's no need no. for that. Hey, boys, it's been an absolute pleasure. Do you want to outro I'm going to have another glass of wine. I'm going to have another glass of wine before I get on this uh, junket. 
You've been listening to On the Turnbuckle. Thank you. <laughs>